All right. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of WCAT Chats. I'm Alex Carr. And I'm Nathan Raju. And then, what are we going to talk about today? Hey, we're going to go kind of kind of similar to what we did last last week. We're going to go into Westminster sports, some college sports, you know, talk about some pro athletes as well, spin the wheel, which was a which everyone kind of loved last week. And we're also going to have a special interview with Westminster alum and swimmer at Stanford. So stay tuned to hear that. Yeah, that, that interview is going to be a really fun one to watch, so make sure you're tuned. All right, this week, varsity football is scheduled to play against uh, – who are they scheduled to play against? Holy Innocence. And it was initially scheduled for Friday, but it was moved to Thursday due to Hurricane Ian, which is coming in this weekend. So everyone make sure you are ready for that and prepared. Also, the JV football game has been canceled because of that. So yeah. they'll have some time to um rest. They haven't had a week off in a while, actually. They've had a very busy couple of weeks. Uh, the varsity game last week against Riverwood was actually great. And then you have anything to add? Well, I wasn't at the game, but I was looking at back at the box score, and the special teams had a really good game. Josh Bach, Brockman was 3-for-3 three three on field goals. Carson Wilkie had multiple punts within the 20-yard line. And Will Simpson was 6-for-8 on touchbacks. Three three people. Yeah, and I was talking with Coach Romberg, and he was thrilled about that. The special teams just put the, the team in the perfect field position and gave them the opening hand. But luckily... Everything with the Wildcats clicked. Their defense smothered Riverwood. They, the Riverwood offense got nothing going. The ground game, their air game, nothing was happening. So it was a great game overall. And I caught a couple of quotes from Coach. There was two that I really liked, which was one was, what motivates you to compete at the highest level, which I thought was really cool because yeah. it's just like talking about what makes you be the best you possibly can. And another one is, who you play shouldn't affect your competitiveness. So... Each, yeah, each week, you go in there with the same mindset. I want to be the best possible, and I want to win. You're, so, not trying to, you're not trying to beat your opponent. You're trying to beat yourself almost, you know. Improve yeah, exactly. in regard of yourself, not regard of someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, not turning a little bit. We have softball, and last night it was senior night for the Cats, and they won 8-0, which was a great game for them. Helen Slauson pitched the whole game too, which is ridiculous. This happens yeah. all the time. She's just able to go out there stand on the mound and never leave. Yeah, I know we were talking about that last week as well because I feel like this exact same outcome came up last week because she pitched the entire game with like 100 pitches. And not only did they have an 8-0 win on Tuesday, the 27th, but they also had a 15-0 win against Clarkston and a 15-7 win against Pace. And both of those games, they took advantage of the opponent pitching, have a lot of walks, so they're being patient at the plate. And their 15-0 win to Clarkston, the opposing pitcher had 10 walks in three innings. Yeah, it, these bad cats are incredible with their plate discipline. I was actually interviewing one of the uh, uh, players uh, yesterday, and she said that they are looking to be region champs again this year, and the playoffs are going to start the fifth, and they are looking very solid, and they're super excited to go in there and uh, try and take the chip. Yeah. All right. Over the trails now? Yeah. So we got cross country last weekend. They had wing foot. And it went well for both teams. Joseph Jaco had a great race, as he always does. When is he not? And, of course, the Otters Athlete of the Week went to Palmer Wallstead. She placed well in every single race she does. I mean, she's just the captain of that team, the complete leader. Everyone looks up to her. She's just a successful runner. Always exciting to watch her and see what she'll do in the future. Yeah, I know. The trails, something that Westminster's kind of always dominated, especially for the past couple of years. So, see consistency is really good. All right, that's all for sports. But now, we got extracurriculars. Miss Packard, 
successful debut. It started out over the weekend. A ton of people went to watch it, and I heard it was a great show. Unfortunately, I couldn't go. I had a uh, baseball tournament. But be ready for Lay Miz, which will be starting to go out in about a couple weeks, I think three weeks. Mm-hmm. So be ready for that. And also, clubs just started happening. Nitten, what are your clubs? Well, I actually, me and my friend, we created a club called Let the Kids Play. The club is basically a service club that tries to help underprivileged students and kids in the Atlanta area gain access to sports. And this is just one of the many clubs that we have at Westminster, especially the WCAT club, which I know we're both a big fan of. And so all the clubs at Westminster have a large impact. So hopefully you guys can join one or help one out. Yeah, the clubs are a great way to get intact with the community and just do anything that your heart desires. We have a ton here. We got some coding. We got some sports. We got some fantasy sports. I mean, we got everything at this Westminster schools. It is great. I personally sign up for the WCAT club and the uh, math club. Also, Nitten's club. I'm excited for that one as um, I love sports. I love helping people out. It's a great combination. All right. We're going to talk about college cats. Zach Hansen. Then what did he do? He committed to play baseball at Emory University. I know it's a big deal committing f- to play college, especially that kind of school. And what do you, what, can you, you can say a little bit about that, right? Yeah, I mean, Zach, he's been excited about this for a long time. He was talking to me, telling me Emory's got the best facilities that he's ever seen, and he loves it there. They've got physical trainers. I mean, it's a hospital school, so of course they've got great medical care, so he's really excited about that, and he's also excited to just go to that school. I mean, it's a great school, and he's really excited for it. All right, Holden Stays, who's the tight end at Notre Dame, got his first career start, and it was against uh, North Carolina, which is a great game. He is a four-star recruit by 24-7 Sports and ESPN, and he was ranked highly by almost every single national grading system. He was the uh, 23rd ranked tight end nationally, which is uh, incredible, which is by Rivals.com. And he is set to participate in the Polynesian Bowl on January 22nd in Honolulu. Playing football in Hawaii, that seems really fun. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. I mean, I'm so excited to see what he does in the future. He's only a freshman, got his first career start already. That's just incredible. I mean, I love that man. He's a Westminster hero. I remember seeing him in the weight room last year, and I was just like, wow. I can't believe he and I are within four years of each other. It's, it's ridiculous. Huge. Yeah. Jacked. Six four two something. Massive. Yeah. All right. Alex Lee. Alex Lee, yeah. So Alex Lee is another one of his seniors who graduated last year. He's playing soccer at UChicago, another great school. Last week, he scored his first pair of goals against the number three ranked Maroons to advance the UChicago soccer team through to a 3-0 record. So I know I've talked to a few of the soccer players from that in our in our grade, and they were saying that Alex is just a hard worker. Every day came in, and he was just a really smart guy, taught all the younger players as well. And that kind of just, you know, we can see that also from Chicago's head coach, Julian Stitch, who had this great quote. Alex Lee played a big role in our team's success this week, netting his first collegiate goal against Concordia Chicago and putting the Maroons ahead early against a tough opponent, St. Olaf. He stepped in elevated the team's energy and made key attacking plays to help the Maroons to a 3-0 record and a tough stretch of games. Another another one of their teammates, Richard Gillespie, said that he's a guy who gives it his 100% all the time. And that's, what, that's all you're trying to look for in a player, who gives all their effort all the time. And I think that's what we've seen as you Chicago teammates and his Westminster teammates back at home. So we wish Alex the best of luck in all of his future endeavors, and go Cats. Yeah, I mean... 
the college cats are going up great. We talked about it earlier. We have an interview with a college swimmer, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, world events, Nitin, what's happening in the world? I know on Monday we had Yom Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. which starts Monday, which commences a 10-day period leading up to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Also, a little bit more sad news. The queen passed away on September 8th. King Charles is becoming king, and so watch out for that. I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I'm not sure when that's happening, but he will become queen. And uh, Hurricane Ian touched about it a little bit earlier with the football game. It's coming into Georgia, so be ready for it this weekend. Hopefully, well, I can't really say that hopefully it cancels school, but it might cancel school. Hey, so I have no problem with that. Yeah, me neither. All right, pro sports, who had their final career match, Nitten? Roger Federer, the, one of the goats of tennis. Yeah, I mean, he was my hero for so long. Just a, a role model in every single way. He set up so much for the sport of tennis. I mean, he was the face of sports for a while. I mean, he had his last career match last Friday, and he actually got to play alongside his longtime rival, Rafael Nadal. Unfortunately, they lost to Jack Sock and Francis Tiafo, But... I mean, he was incredible. Nitten, what was your favorite Federer moment? I think the the half clay, half turf, uh, that match, the battle of the surfaces. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat, you know, being able to create that kind of field so that Federer and Nadal could play against each other. And I thought it was really neat that he could finish his career alongside his longtime rival. Yeah, me personally, got to love just all the Wimbledon appearances. I mean, it was incredible what we were able to see on grass. It was like he was a magician out there. Always love to see that. He was just a role model and an emblem of tennis for me, my family, and everyone who watched. All right. Aaron Judge struggling to hit 61, but the Yankees clinched. The Braves, they clinched. The playoffs. They clinched the playoffs. That's true. They are still looking for the pennant. What do you think was going to happen with that? With the win on Tuesday night, they're actually tied with the Mets in first place. So this series coming up this weekend is actually very pivotal for the outcome of the division. But there's been a lot of say that it's going to get moved from Atlanta to Dallas, which I think is a huge, huge spad for the Braves, honestly, because of the home field advantage aspect. Yeah, yeah it's massive. Hurricane Ian is affecting everything right now. But it's still going to be really exciting. The Braves have been on a hot streak this past week. Last night, Ronald Acuna Jr. had two home runs. So they're looking to continue that pace moving forward. The Cardinals, they also were able to clinch. And uh, the Falcons, they had their first win of the season. And Marcus Mariota had a solid game, 65 completion percentage, 229 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Not too much, but that's what you're asking for a player like Marcus Mariota, who's mostly a scrambling quarterback. We've seen that in the past. He actually has the record for the longest scrambling touchdown for a quarterback, which is set back when he played with the Titans. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Their next game is against the Browns, which is Sunday the 1st. Sunday the 2nd at 1. That's my bad. All right. Um, so let's toss it over to Palmer and Gigi Johnson for a little bit of an interview so you guys can learn some more about our swimmer and who's at Stanford. Thank you, Alex. And then I'm here with former Westminster student, now alumni, Gigi Johnson, class of 2022. Gigi, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So we have some questions whatever to ask you for this interview. So okay. how is 
um, Westminster shaped you as the person that you are today? Yeah, um, I think going somewhere like Stanford, it's just such an incredible balance between the academic and athletic piece. Um, and it's really something special to be able to find something like that and to be a part of it. And I think Westminster is another great example of a place that kind of has that balance and prepares you. Um, like being on the swim team, it was a great chance to kind of learn like teamwork, self-discipline, stuff like that. But then also that can transfer over into the classroom. And so I think Westminster has done an amazing job of preparing me um, for college and for a college that has such a rigorous academic schedule, but also um, to be part of a team and find kind of your people. For sure. Um, how is, what was it like when you came onto the Western Virginia swim team? Obviously, you were a freshman, so there's a ton of older seniors. And I don't know if you were, you presumably weren't expected to carry the load, but then you went into state and you were able to win <laughs> four gold medals as a freshman. I mean, that's pretty impressive. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, it was a great experience. It was kind of my first time being on more of like the teamy side of swimming um coming from swim atlanta it's just a huge team there's never really a lot of like team events where you go together as a team you like train everyone together as a team like there's all these traditions and stuff like that so that's something i really liked about westminster and coming in as a freshman i was a little nervous just because like coming into high school varsity sport like it's intimidating um but the seniors and the captains were so encouraging um, I'll never forget Eliza. She was cheering me on so much. It was a huge help. I was so nervous, um, but it's just a great community and everyone lifts each other up. It might be competitive, but in the best way. Um, and I'm just so happy that I could have helped um, the Wildcats bring home a state championship. Yeah, so that state championship, that was the second and now what is currently five straight. What was that almost the culture of every year you basically win, did that like discourage you from like trying to work hard and keep winning? Cause you, it was almost an expectation basically. How did you kind of manage expectations and still have to try hard and, you know, do a lot in practice so that you can continue the reign of success that was Mr. Swimming has had? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was definitely an incredible legacy, like definitely coming onto a team who already had one championship under their belt and leaving with five is something that's an amazing feeling. And I'm so happy we could do that as a team. Um, but I think it was almost an expectation, but it was an expe expectation, like a goal we set for ourselves. Um, and I love something. I love the sport. I love the team. Um, so it was not hard for me to come in every day and spend it. Um, with you guys. So I think that is a huge part of it, doing something that you love. Um, and also, I think together, we just push each other. The coaches are incredible. They're always writing like these insane sets that make you better. Um, and I think like just the team aspect is so special. I know I've said this so many times so far, um, but just it's so easy to kind of push yourself and work hard when you're surrounded by people who want um, to reach the same goal as you and who are putting in that same effort. Um, so yeah, I think it's really special and it was not easy, but it also wasn't hard to kind of show up and be there for your team. Uh-huh. So you talk about the coaches that have written these great sets. What coach would you say have helped you to become the best swimmer? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they're all amazing. I love them so much. They've all played a huge role in my high school career and my swimming career as well. Um, but I would say Coach Lochran has just been so crucial 
to my success and she has always been there for me always reached out to me always encouraged me um like during hard sets I'll hear her yelling during meets I'll see her like jumping up and down with her kickboard um it's so cute and then that one picture when we took down um the Walton relays the state records she's on the ground with her clipboard like she just brings so much energy and she just she brings so much fun into the sport and I think um in order to kind of perform your best and to be the best team that you can be like there has to be that fun piece to it um so I think she has played a great like been a great role model to me um both like at practice but also just kind of in general like um our relationship went beyond like just at the pool. Like if I ever needed anything academically or just anyone to talk to, she was always there for me. Um, and she's just so, she's so incredible. I love her so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now coach Lochran has this thing basically about the mystique of the Westminster team. What do you think has like established that mystique and makes it kind of a thing? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this again, but just the team culture, like it's incredible. Um, We all encourage each other. There's no one trying to bring anyone down. Like we're all working towards the same goal. And I think that's something special that you don't get to find everywhere. Um, And on top of that, like the legacy we've created, like the five time um, state championships, like it's just such an incredible kind of like thing to jump off of into the next season. Um, And I think the mystique is unmatched (laughs) there's so many traditions like the triangle where all three sides kind of like need each other to stand like we need to support each other in order to like thrive as a team and as a whole um so i think just the mystique like we all come in we work so hard and then we do get to reap our successes at the end of the season Mm -hmm. now when you're almost walking up to the blocks before you're about to do a race what is kind of your routine or do you have any superstitions that you do Yes. Um, so kind of not right before I go to the blocks, but I like to get my nails done. It makes me feel put together. It makes me feel ready to go. Um, so you'll always see me with my nails done, matching my suits. <laughs> and then also, I think um, just being surrounded by people who are supporting you and encouraging you and they know you can do it. They've seen the work you've put in. Um, and so just being surrounded by those people that kind of like uplift you, like let you get your nerves out and everything like um, I think just making sure you're surrounded by people who won't let you get in your head or won't let you doubt yourself is really, really important. Um, I also like to listen to music, um, usually with friends. We'll listen to like some Nicki Minaj or something um, just to get us like in the zone and pumped up. Um, but at Westminster, I would always end up behind the blocks with Annie. And if you know Annie, she she never stops smiling. She never stops laughing. Um, so she made it so fun and definitely just like talking to teammates, talking to Coach Locker and getting pumped up. <laughs> That's about uh-huh. it. <laughs> so you talk about listening music. Do you have Spotify premium yet or are you still holding out? I do. I do. It was a gift to myself when I came to college. <laughs> and one of my favorite almost moments of you like before a race, it was at Metro's this year. And it, me and Tommy are talking and you come up and you're like, oh, I haven't done this. It was for the 200 free. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do so bad. And then you hop in the pool and you do, I think you got like, you definitely got state cut. And I feel like you got close to a Metro's record or something like that. And just like realized, you know, how much work that you've put in where you can kind of just, I don't want to say just dive in and you swim well, but 
it almost just shows what you put in day in and day out that lets you be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Metro's is definitely one of my favorite meets. I only got to go to two during my high school career. So that was a very fun last one. Um, I don't know. I used to doubt myself a lot. I was joking. Like that's kind of how I get like my nerves out. (laughs) I just like joke, like self-deprecation jokes. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely like when I'm about to have a hard race or anything like that, I'll think about all the work I've put in, all the sets I've done. Like if I can make it through Coach Lockton's 12 200s, I can make it through one. Um, so I think um, just like being able to trust yourself and trust your training and like knowing that you've, you've been showing up, you've been showing up for the team and stuff like that. Um, it just like, I don't know, it makes it so much less stressful that and like reassuring that, you know, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about big races, you were able to compete in the 2020 Olympic trials. What was that whole experience like? I mean, being able to s- swim in the same pool as all those great swimmers that I'm sure you've looked up to, how was that experience? Yeah, it was incredible. I've never experienced anything like it. Um, it's like the greatest swimmers from around the country all show up, and you're like, oh my gosh. So I was a little starstruck, <laughs> but it was great. It was so amazing um I made lots of new friends there that like I'm still super close with um like even girls on the Stanford team like we went together we raced together um so I don't know it's just it's incredible I've never been to a pool that big like there's so much energy it's insane everyone is so excited to be there like this is a once in every four years so everyone is like this is it um so it's definitely unlike anything that i've ever experienced before that or since then um but yeah it's it's amazing and i actually had the chance to like swim again at finals um so walking out from the ready room and like having your name on the jumbotron your face on the jumbotron like like your video up there it's insane i can't even describe it um but there were so many nerves, not all good ones, <laughs> but it was great. It was, it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, obviously you'll be able to do the 2024 in Indianapolis. I want to say is where the trials and then go to Paris, hopefully. And those are we'll the dreams, see. right? <laughs> yes. We'll see. I mean, training here is pretty tough already. Um, but yes, we will be going to the trials. We'll see if we make it to Paris. Um, but yeah, our whole team is aiming for trials right now. Um, so it's coming up quick, but we're definitely training for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you even have teammates now at Stanford who have swam in the Olympics, like Claire Curzon, I think. It, how do you pronounce her name? Sorry. Yes, yes, Claire Curzon. And have being able to talk with them and like how their experiences has that almost like made your dreams to making the Olympics just like grow even more just to experience all that. Yeah. It's honestly so cool. It's such a cool environment. Like everyone there is there for a reason. Um, like they all have done something so crazy in athletics that like they're on the Stanford team. I think that's something that's just like incredible to experience. Like anyone I talked to, I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but we have, three Olympians on the team right now. We have Claire Curzan, Tori Husk, and Taylor Ruck. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor is actually my big sister on the team. We do like big sister, little sister. So it's so cool. And I remember at first, like I was so intimidated, like, oh my gosh, these people have gone to the Olympics, but they're really just normal people 
and they they put in some of the hardest work I've ever seen out of anyone um so it's like it's just so crazy I get to even train with them be partners with them like be little sisters like go get coffee with them or whatever like it's insane but it seems so cool and I'm so happy for them that they have had that opportunity and it makes me excited to hopefully have that in the future Mm -hmm. now you're a Mizuno athlete how how did that process kind of work did they come looking for you or do you go looking for them because obviously not many people like get to experience (laughs) getting a sponsorship by a big company yeah it was pretty cool um during like the national signing day at Westminster, um, I went to practice right after that and they ended up just showing up to my practice. Um, I get to train with. And one of my favorite almost moments of you, like before a race, it was at Metro's this year and it, me and Tommy are talking and you come up and you're like, oh, I haven't done this. It was for the 200 free and you're like, oh, I'm going to do so bad. And then you hop in the pool and you do, <laughs> I think you got like, you definitely got state cut and I feel like you got close to a Metro's record or something like that and just like realized, you know, how much work that you've put in where you can kind of just, I don't want to say just dive in and you swim well, but <laughs> it almost just shows what you put in day in and day out that lets you be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Metro's is definitely one of my favorite meets. I only got to go to two during my high school career. So that was a very fun last one. Um, I don't know. I used to doubt myself a lot. I was joking like that's kind of how I get like my nerves out <laughs> I just like joke like self-deprecation jokes um but yeah I mean definitely like when I'm about to have a hard race or anything like that I'll think about all the work I've put in all the sets I've done like if I can make it through coach Lockton's 12 200s I can make it through one um so <laughs> I think um just like being able to trust yourself and trust your training and like knowing that you you've been showing up, you've been showing up for the team and stuff like that. Um, it just like, I don't know, it makes it so much less stressful that and like reassuring that, you know, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Now talking about big races, you were able to compete in the 2020 Olympic trials. What was that whole experience? Like, I mean, being able to swim in the same pool as all those great swimmers that I'm sure you've looked up to. How was that experience? Yeah, it was incredible. I've never experienced anything like it. Um, It's like the greatest emotion from around the country all show up and you're like, oh my gosh. So I was a little starstruck, (laughs) but it was great. It was so amazing. Um, I made lots of new friends there that like I'm still super close with. Um, Like even girls on the Stanford team, like we went together, we raced together. Um, So I don't know. It's just, it's incredible. I've never been to a pool that big. Like there's so much energy it's insane everyone is so excited to be there like this is a once in every four years so everyone is like this is it um so it's definitely unlike anything that I've ever experienced before that or since then um but yeah it's it's amazing and I actually had the chance to like swim again at finals um so walking out from the ready room and like having your name on the jumbotron your face on the jumbotron like like your video up there it's insane I can't even describe it um but there were so many nerves not all good ones um, but it was great it was it was a great experience mm-hmm. and hopefully obviously you'll be able to do the 2024 in Indianapolis I want to say is where the trials and then go to Paris hopefully I mean those we'll are the dreams see. right <laughs> yes we'll see I mean training here is pretty tough already um 
but yes we will be going to the trials we'll see if we make it to Paris um but yeah our whole team is aiming for trials right now um so it's coming up quick but we're definitely training for it <laughs> mm-hmm. and you even have teammates now at Stanford who have swam in the Olympics like Claire Curzon I think it how do you pronounce her name Sorry. yes yes Claire Curzon and have being able to talk with them and like how their experiences has that almost like made your dreams to making the Olympics just like grow even more just to experience all that yeah it's honestly so cool it's such a cool environment like everyone there is there for a reason um like they all have done something so crazy in athletics that like they're on the Stanford team I think that's something that's just like incredible to experience like anyone I talk to I'm like oh my gosh um but we have three Olympians on the team right now. We have Claire Curzan, Tori Husk, and Taylor Ruck. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor is actually my big sister on the team. We do like big sister, little sister. So it's so cool. And I remember at first, like I was so intimidated, like, oh my gosh, these people have gone to the Olympics, but they're really just normal people. And they, they put in some of the hardest work I've ever seen out of anyone. Um, so it's like, it's just so crazy. I get to even train with them be partners with them, like be little sisters, like go get coffee with them or whatever. Like it's insane, but it seems so cool. And I'm so happy for them that they have had that opportunity. And it makes me excited to hopefully have that in the future. Mm -hmm. Now you're a Mizuno athlete. How, how did that process kind of work? Did they come looking for you or do you go looking for them? Because obviously not many people like get to experience (laughs) getting a sponsorship by a big company. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, during like the national signing day at Westminster, um, I went to practice right after that and they ended up just showing up to my practice. Um, I get to train with Amanda Weir, who has mm-hmm. been to the Olympics like four times, I think, which is insane. She's an incredible training partner. I miss training with her. Um, but I've been talking to her a lot since I've been here with some questions, just catching up and stuff. But um, they showed up and had some suits for Amanda and I to try, like some practice suits, some knee skins just to try and see if we liked it if we wanted to kind of progress more um with the program and i ended up really really liking um all of their products and so i continued my relationship with um one of their brand um representatives who mm-hmm. is actually from georgia she oh, wow. uh swam at holy innocence i think oh. um so she was great i love getting to know her we still talk a little bit it's kind of hard with um stanford being an arena team mm-hmm. um but yeah, it was definitely a great experience. I'm sure I will kind of pick it back up when I go home for the summer or during breaks and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was incredible. Their support team is amazing. Um, like after every race, I would get a text. And I was like, good job. And it's just such like a supportive environment and supportive group of people. Um, so it was a great opportunity. And I, I really enjoyed being part of the team. I have to say their deal with you kind of has worked. Because after you and Katie got the Mizuno deal... I caved and bought a couple of Mizuno suits and I can vouch really? they're good suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's great that Katie's been brought on. Um, I know she really likes her training suits and their practice suits as well. So it's great to kind of see um, the whole like little snow Atlanta training group hopping onto the Mizuno chain. <laughs> what was the recruiting process like and how did you kind of eventually land on Stanford? Yeah. Um, well, Stanford was kind of like my dream school since I've been a kid. Um, and then once recruiting started and I started talking to all these other schools, I was like, hang on, maybe I don't want to go to Stanford. Um, 
but also during my recruiting process, it was COVID. It was like the COVID year. COVID was happening at the same time. So I didn't get a chance to do any like official visits or anything like that. Um, so it was definitely different than like all the stories I'd heard in the past. Like, <laughs> and I'm a little sad I didn't get official visits. Um, but I'm very, very happy with my choice now. I could not match myself anywhere else. It's um, actually our second day of classes today. Um, yeah, so we started late with quarters, but um, initially I talked a lot with Texas and UVA in Stanford. Um, but then as kind of the, uh, the process progressed, my parents pushed a lot for Stanford and like the academic success that you can have here. Um, and I'm very glad they did push because I could not imagine a better decision. I'm so happy here and I love it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your parents. Both of them have been very successful in each of their fields. How is almost like how much have you looked up to them or kind of, you know, what good advice have they given you for your just like life? Yeah, I think it's a great pairing between them. I get so much help from both of them because my mom is um, she's a anesthesiologist at Children's Healthcare. So I get kind of that academic pressure, but academic like help from her. And then my dad, he coaches tennis and he played professionally for um I think like 15 years or something. So he has had a lot of experiences that I haven't had the chance to get yet. Um, So during the recruiting process, it was great having both of them go through it with me, especially because my mom may be like the academic piece, but she also like has been with my dad since college. So she followed him like through his college career and then beyond into his professional career. So she's been like on the sidelines watching and she's seen like all the little things like so she had so many pieces of pieces of advice to give to me. And my dad actually went through the recruiting process. So they both played like a huge role in helping me um, kind of like narrow down my search to that one school. And then even now, like if I have any questions about classes or like balancing academics and athletics, they're both there for me and they have been a big help so far. Mm-hmm. I actually met your dad before I met you because my mom actually really? took tennis <laughs> lessons from him. <laughs> so, Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and so obviously you chose Stanford. You kind of talked about how it's been great so far, but I don't know if you've decided much for like degree or field, but how has that been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, so far I've had all my classes. Um, I just came out of an intro sem, like an intro seminar class about um, animal behavior and intro to ecology um, in the med school, which was super cool. Um, but I think I want to go home bio pre-med track Um, We'll see if that holds up. Um, But yes, I think I'll hopefully be taking like classes kind of in the more science side while I'm here. Um, But we do start really late because of the quarter system, which is very interesting. Um, But yeah, I really, really like it here. It's a great environment. Um, Everyone here, like I said, is here for a reason. Um, So it's really interesting to kind of like find out what people's reasons are like what brought them to Stanford and it's it's crazy (laughs) and how have the practices been with the team are they harder than you're used to and you've kind of had to adjust or are they what you've been used to yeah um so we came out here on September 6th um we stayed in a hotel for a couple days before our first training trip to Maui Hawaii for a week um it was amazing and like it was kind of my first chance to get to know all the girls on the team um and practice practices were pretty pretty tough um but i think 
the Maui training trip is a great start to the season. Um, but now we're kind of starting to specialize like um, in our events and our strokes and stuff and practices are getting harder um, for sure. It's definitely uh, kind of tough adjusting to a lifting schedule. In high school, I never had the chance to do like much dry land or lifting on a daily basis. And then now going from that to like, I think it's like five or six hours a week of lifting is definitely a big adjustment for me. Um, sure. But I really think it's going to pay off in the end. And one thing I will say about the team here is it is such a positive environment. Like you'll hear us um, if you're at practice, like you'll hear us between sets, like yelling encouragement to other groups or yelling, like encouraging, uh, encouraging like phrases at each other. And the coaches do the same too. Um, they actually have a megaphone that they talk through <laughs> to cheer us on. Um, so it's just, it's a great environment to train in. I think everyone is super positive um, and encouraging and uplifting. And we're all like working hard and getting better together. Um, so even though the practices might be like the hardest practices I've done, or like I might be struggling a day or something, like there will be people there to kind of pick me up and like carry me along with them if I need it. Um, so I think that's a great, great characteristic of the team here. All righty. Well, thank you, Gigi. Good luck to the catfish this year. Good luck to Stanford and obviously your swimming career <laughs> and your academic career. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you, Palmer and Gigi. That was a great segment. I mean, Gigi Johnson, a Westminster hero for swimming. I know Palmer was really excited for that interview as he's also a swimmer. But now we have the new segment. Not the new segment, but we've done it once before. The wheel. Calvin Spinnett. This is Calvin McBurney and again Buckley Wiley. Yeah, you guys met Buckley last week, but this is Calvin. He is a sophomore. He is a pitcher. And that's all you gotta know. The question is favorite restaurant overall, not even West Paces Ferry now. All right, Buckley, go first. Make up for what you did last time. <laughs> a tough choice i'm thinking jalisco's all right it's an atlanta area classic it's really good right next to baskin robbins for after dinner okay yeah i mean i mean i, I understand that uh calvin what about you uh for me um i'm gonna still have to go with a fast food restaurant i, I want to go zaxby's uh Ooh. i just think they had the best chicken better than chick-fil-a in my opinion yeah uh, no, and get, you can I get, get the wings and things. Uh, it's just the perfect combination. Yeah. I some pretty good Zaxby's this weekend. Yes. It, it did the trick. Zaxby's is just like a baseball icon. I mean, you go there all the time. Yeah. You get the wings, then you just sit down and have fun. It's so much fun. I feel like Zaxby's is heavily underrated. I'm a big fan of their wings. Yeah, no, I love their wings and things. And it's like everything you could want, and it fills you up, which I love. The serving size is perfect. All right, I got to say, my favorite restaurant I don't go there too often, but when I do, I love it. It's Antico Pizza. You'll find it in the Battery. You'll find it in another random location. I can't remember where it is, but it's great. The pizza's awesome. And the resident Italian, David DeCesare, says that it's great, so you know it's perfect. Yeah, I will. I, that's a pretty good choice. Yeah, Antico's, the other location you're referring to is up in Avalon, up in Johns Creek. And so I'm going to have to go with, I'm a big hibachi guy. Ooh, so yeah. the closest, best hibachi place for me is Orient Express. So I'm going to go mm. there and then hit up Cold Stone right after. Yeah, I love Orient Express. Also, right near there is Stockyard. Yeah. Anyone go there. They have great food. I love their burgers. And they have a great fried chicken sandwich. The Mother Clucker, if I'm correct. Yes, it is a uh, 
a little close name to something else, <laughs> but that's what it is. Okay, we finished that last question. Now let's spin it again. Here we go, another bit of a drum roll. Ooh. Ooh, this is a little bit of a juicy question. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. it switched. Go-to spot on campus. Knitting. We'll go with you first. So I feel like last year I had a lot more free periods, so I ended up going to barge a lot. But I feel yeah. like this year, bottom floor of Hawkins has been my go-to spot personally. You know, you got the food, and then you got everybody else. Yeah, I mean, uh, you go to Hawkins. There's always people there. And last, I fi I found I don't go to barge as much this year as I did last year. You're right. I don't have that free time that I used to have. I don't have those extra frees, and I kind of miss it to be honest. I mean, they had that great cafe, all the coffee. Calvin, what about you? Uh, I might have to agree with Nitten, uh, the bottom floor of Hawkins. You know, last year they used to just have the cold sandwiches. This year they brought the, like, meatball subs, uh, chicken parms, and it's really improved the entire room, in my opinion. Uh, it's, it's pretty good as long as the freshmen aren't overtaking the entire place. Uh, yeah, really freshmen. That really kills it sometimes. All right, Buckley, what about you? Favorite place? Ooh. Might be bottom floor of Hawkins. I spend a lot of time there, but I'm gonna have to go to, with uh, the WCAT room. I'm here All right. probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single time I come here, Buckley is working away on the keyboard or whatever he's doing. I don't even know to be honest. Half the time he's just doing something. Let's do one more wheel spin and then we'll be done. And the question is: favorite flick lunch. I know some people say that Flick, the food isn't good, but I have to say they have some really good lunches. Their Kung Pao chicken, the firecracker, firecracker, firecracker chicken is elite. It is so good. Like, it's just spicy and sweet. What about you guys? That's pretty solid. I'm up to go with, I'm a big fan of the mac and cheese, the little Jamaican oh, yeah. mac and cheese with the Jamaican chicken. The, we yeah, had that one, good. I think we had that last year, I want to say. That was really good. I really like that. Uh, for me, it has to be the chicken Alfredo. I remember last year, it was a it was a baseball game day. I was starving, and oh, yeah. I think I might have gotten <laughs> at least ten servings of chicken Alfredo. Yeah, that stuff yeah, goes I'm down good. really fast. Uh, so this is not technically a flick lunch, but when flick fancy dining comes out for like Ooh. baccalaureate. Oh yeah, that is true. Some good stuff. They like get their salmon. Oh yeah, I know. They get like poke. They get like. They get all Stir fry. It is unreal how good the food is there. If you're ever at Baccalaureate, <clears throat> you might need to get some of that fillet. If only we get that every time for lunch. That is true. It's so good. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Yep, Thank you guys for watching. And make sure to check out the WCAT YouTube page and everything like that. I'm Alex Carr. And I'm Nitin Raju. And thank you guys for watching. <laughs>